The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. and welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. In this episode of Angel Talk, we are talking to Misty Cogdill. Misty has joined us today because we are talking about the frequency of letters. Misty has been studying handwriting analysis since 2011, and she is going to talk to us today about handwriting because it can reveal behavioral patterns, limiting beliefs and blocks holding us back from our true potential. So she created the Handwriting Soul Academy in 2020 to help people unlock their true potential and overcome, like I said, limiting beliefs. She believes that together we can create our best lives possible. So welcome, Misty. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Rachel, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for spending time with us today. So have you always done things like this? Well, how did this come about? So it came about through marriage. And ironically, my mom had always been fascinated by handwriting since childhood, since my childhood, as long as I can remember. And I always thought it was silly. Like I was like, who cares? It's just handwriting, right? Like it doesn't mean anything. And it wasn't until I got married and changed my last name that I had experienced myself within the course of a year as a different person. I wasn't experiencing myself as the same way. And it caused me to ask why, like what happened? What changed? Why did I change? Is marriage change you? What is it about marriage that changes you? And so it led me on a quest to, to, to ask questions and do some research and start digging. <laughs> okay. So not just letters, but also handwriting. Yes, yes. It all kind of goes together like a hand in a glove. You know, they it impacts the, the moment we're born, we're given a name. And that name has an energy that we then do an energy exchange with our parents. So with the energy exchange with our parents, we take on their belief patterns and thoughts and ways with the energy of the letters of our name. So it kind of helps create blueprints for how we're going to operate in the world. <laughs> All right, then, Misty, I just sent you a picture of my signature, both my full maiden name, first, middle, and last name, maiden name, and then my full name, first, middle, married name. So yes, I'm curious. <laughs> okay, I'm curious to hear what that's all about. This is new to me. Yeah, it was fascinating to me, too, and took me a, a little bit to, like, grasp the concept and understand it and then be able to explain it in a way that I understood it versus how it was being taught to me. 
So all the letters of the alphabet have an energy to it. And the first letter of our first name is typically our biggest challenge in life. And the first letter of our last name is our life path. And then our middle name is typically an energy that we're seeking. The reason for the first letter of the first name and the first name in general being our biggest challenge is because it's everything that we took on from our parents. So we did an energy exchange and then we work through that energy and those patterns every time we write our name. It's an energy that gets created every time we write our name. So every time we sign our name, we're bringing that energy to us, telling the universe, this is who I am. And then sometimes there's self-sabotages in signatures and I can really help people overcome certain, you know, limiting beliefs or certain struggles just by you know, I've seen people do a, a crossbar through their entire name. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. That's very damaging to your self-esteem, to your self-image. It's an energy that says, you know, I don't believe in myself, you know. So it's important to really pay attention to your handwriting as well as know the energy of your names or of the letters in your name. So I also want to add that the angels told me once that we help our parents choose our name, that that's a collaborative choice. Do you align with that too? I do to a certain degree. I've worked with several people who have, like I worked with one lady and she said, you know, she wanted her name to be a certain name and her mom didn't get it right. It was you know, like a Catherine versus a Casey or something. I don't remember exact details, but I just remember she wanted one name versus the other. And then her sister ended up getting the name that she wanted. So I was, I was fascinated by that. And on a soul level, I believe we do come in to work with our parents to pick our name. And then at some level there's karma. Like if the parent doesn't allow us to have the name that we truly want, you know, then reincarnation when that comes back around then that person won't get choice either because they didn't give it to the other so yeah I, I do align with that very very much so yeah that's well put that's well put and then the other thing that the angels were showing me is that we choose our we choose our parents yep I believe that as well that blows my mind <laughs> and I have a lot of people say whoa why would I make that choice But we choose our parents because even though it may register as maybe we'd even say like a negative choice, it's the perfect choice for our learning. Yes, exactly. I struggled for a couple of years when I first realized that we'd choose our parents. And I was like, no, I did not. (laughs) And then sometimes it's karma playing out from previous lifetimes. And I know the karma from my lifetime now with my parents parents. And, you know, it it is the perfect learning. And it's what I chose to learn from in this lifetime. Because if we all came back, you know, as princesses, and we're 100% wealthy, and, you know, we have everything we want, there's not growth and learning. Whereas, you know, people come back as all different kinds of experiences, you learn from the development of that journey. Yeah. And if you want to come back as a something easy, that's probably not this dimension. Those are other dimensions that exists, but not Earth. Right, right. Earth Earth is the hard place. (laughs) Earth is the school, right? Yeah. You signed up to pack in a bunch of lifetimes worth of learning into this one, and it's going to be hard, y'all. Yes. So the first name, that's the one that incorporates what you brought in from your parents. 
Yeah. So the, so the moment we're born, we're given a name. And so in your case and in my case, like your name is Rachel, my name is Misty. The moment we were born, our parents gave us that name. And then there started to be an energy exchange with our parents from that, that name. So I took on everything from the letter M and the rest of Misty, but particularly the first letter of the first name. The M is all about let go and let go of control and let divine grace in the universe, like let go and let God basically. And for you being Rachel with the R, it's all about creativity, seeing something that somebody else has done and improve on it. So the example is like Velcro or shoelaces to Velcro. You know, somebody, you know, saw shoelaces and then they're like, how can I make this better? And they created Velcro or com- typewriters to computers or iPhones. I mean, you look at iPhone 5, 6, 7, 8, like they're constantly getting better. The R is a beautiful gift in that, in that it can always see a way to make something better and more improved. Boy, that is the truth. That has been my life. Seeing something better and then helping whoever it belongs to say, oh, I can I can help you polish that. And sometimes <laughs> my dad used to say, you know, Rachel, you can't put lipstick on a pig. I'm like, you can't are great. You can polish anything. Yep. <laughs> I can exactly. see the best in anything, the best in anybody. That's my gift. So that's yeah. spot on, Misty. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And then you know, the fact that your parents named you Rachel, then they worked with the letter R energy. The first letter of our first name, it works with our mindset. And then the other letters for the rest of our name works with our everyday activities. So like grocery shopping, cleaning house, shop, you know, that type of stuff. But in general, so your parents are, you know, however old you are, I would say your parents are a master with that letter you know, it's a lesson, an energy exchange and an energy lesson that your parents have been working with throughout your lifetime. So they're a master at the R and anything that they were maybe not good at with the R or that they were lacking in or that they couldn't quite get the full ability from it, having you as their child, they were working with it. And then you did the energy exchange with them. Okay. I don't know if I understand. Okay, so for example, I'll say as a reference for me, with my name being Misty, my mom's name was Teresa and my dad's name was Steve. So I, with Misty, my dad's ability to let go of control and let God and my mom's ability to let go of control and let God, all of where they struggled with control issues, I then took that on as their child. So then they got to be great at that energy. And then I took on where they struggled. So now for the rest of my life, when I write the name Misty, I'm working with that energy to master it and to transmute it because then it becomes my greatest gift. So the once you master your biggest challenge, the first letter of your first name, it becomes your greatest gift. Ah, got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So there really is... It's always sacred what our collaboration with it is with our parents, even when it it seems negative and rough. It's not. It's per. It really is perfect. If you, especially when you look at it from the name perspective. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And the more that I've known this and learned it, I have watched my mom and I'm like, oh, she really is the master at the M. And I really did take on all of her stuff. (laughs) But the more that I can write the M, the more that I work through what I took on from her. And I say I particularly focus on my mom because my dad kind of was no longer in my life after age 10. My mom was more of a single mother. But anyways, so my mom is really, really good at let go and let God. And I struggle with control issues. I like to control everything. And I used to be like OCD in it. And the more that I write my name, the more that I work with that energy, especially over the last 10 years, the more I've been able to relax, let go, trust, you know, and just kind of breathe into and work with that energy so that it's becoming my greatest gift instead of my biggest challenge. Was there a time in your life when you wrote the first letter M, did you not like that first letter? Or did you write, did you not like the way you wrote it? So the way I used to write it was almost like a letter U in front of the M. So there was like a giant U shape and then I would do the M, but I would put the letter M I would retrace the stroke so it was really tight together. And that creates an insecurity, which I didn't know. You know, you're just writing your name. And I had no idea that I was validating and confirming and recreating more of insecurity. So when I started to pull the letter apart and make it look more like a mountain instead of the way I was writing it, I really got to step into a whole new flow of the energy of the M and I, it was no longer a limit for me. It's, it really started to work well with me. So I've overcome a lot of challenges with it and I'm, I'm definitely on my way up to the mastery of it, but my mom will forever trump me in that because she's been working with it. You know, I've been taking on her energy as the energy exchange. You're always doing an energy exchange with your parents. Is your mom aware of that? No. Well, so I've talked with my mom about this and she has chosen not to participate in these conversations. She does. She just wants to read the Bible and only believe in what the Bible says. So she used to, and she used to love it, but there was a point in time the last couple of years where she just shut it off and no longer wanted to learn from it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I understand. That's where she is in her journey. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Christy, you are the way shower. You, you are, you have such a, a bright light, like John the Baptist, like Maya Angelou. You are, you shine a light that people can follow. And this is just one of the many ways you do that. And I'm so grateful to learn something new from you. And you do it in such a gentle teaching way that I guess I want to say from me and from your guides, there's such gratitude that Even though people aren't always ready to hear it, even when they're precious to you, like your mama, they do hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gift. um, You know, and I, I was given this lifetime. It caused me to really wake up. And that was the beauty of the hardship. Um, And that was something that I, I wanted to learn this in this lifetime but I needed to wake up and I needed to wake up quickly. So I was given experiences that caused me to go, what in the heck is going on? (laughs) And the more I asked the questions, the more I got shown the answers. And the more 
I asked questions and got answers, the more questions I, I was very curious and I wanted to know more and I wanted to know why and I wanted to know how this worked and why did this happen and how does this work and all the things and the letters really brought it all together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a, a giant video game and my computer program <laughs> is my name. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. And some people change their name. Can you talk to me about people who decide in some part of their life to change their name? I mean, I changed my name with marriage, but what about people who don't change it as part of a marriage, but they legally change their name? Yes, I've actually spoken with several people over the last couple of years, and one lady in particular changed her name three different times in the course of her lifetime, and she's now in her 60s. And she had told me that every single time she changed her name and she validated what I knew to be true, which was within the course of one year of writing that new name, you will have completely dominated within one year. You know, it kind of goes as a full circle. You'll now have that new energy. So let's say from, uh, you know, August 1st to August 1st, you know, you're going to work with that new energy from that whole entire year. And then that new on the birthday of whenever you start writing that new name, you will have fully completed all of the changes that are in your life to then fully embody and embrace that new name. And whether you like that or not, it's going to take a full year to figure that out, <laughs> typically. So she... She changed her name and fully committed to that. She told everybody that this is my name. This is what I'm going. This is what I'm going by. Yes, she did not like. And ironically, her birth name started with an M, which was all about control. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I could really, I, I could relate with your feeling of wanting to control. But everybody responds to control differently. And so her name in her 20s, when she changed it, she actually became very wealthy and but then had a son and he became, I think it was like 10 years later, she had changed it again, or maybe it was 15 years later, she changed it again and her son became very abusive to her. And then she just kind of went downhill. She didn't, that name didn't resonate with her very well, but she was away from, like each name is going to bring its positive and its negative or its learning experiences. And both it's they're both going to show up but sometimes you're willing to accept the learning challenges that come with it because it's got the beneficial of the positive that you really want and she really really liked her name in her 20s and then when she changed it because of the experiences it was negative for like 10 years and then she had changed it a third time by the time I met her, she had had that name for a couple of years. And she said, you know, she thinks she finally got it right. You know, that things flow and things are, are better. And she's not as wealthy as she was in her 20s. But 
it was fascinating story to sit and listen to her and share the experiences of what it was like with one name versus another versus another. And uh, you're going to draw to you an energy that is of the lessons that come with those letters are going to come to you. So let's just take the letter K, for example, the letter K, if you think of Martin Luther King or John F. Kennedy, they both had a last name that started with the K, which is all about leadership. You know when to lead and you know when to follow. And they drew to them the leadership abilities. And Martin Luther King kind of stepped aside and said, no, I'm not going to go this way. I'm going to go this way. He was a leader. He stepped into and embodied his leadership abilities and then he embraced it. But he was constantly, as long as he was Martin Luther King, he was constantly drawing to him that energy of the letters in his name. And he was becoming a master of Martin Luther King. And so the more that you write it, the more that you work with it, the more of a master you become with those letters. Okay. Can it ever, so the the first letter of the first name commands that, can it ever be the entire first name? And And here's what I mean. When I was a school teacher, there would be kids that the other teachers would say, oh, watch out, his name's Damon, or we had some kids named Demon. They'd say, oh, watch out, he lives up to his name. Can, can oh, that ever? It, it what does. What do you think of that? There's a lady that I know, actually a couple ladies. One lady has a last name by the name of Trap, and another lady that I knew had the last name of Block. And they literally experienced those feelings of those letters. So you you do draw to you, you know, the, the energy that you're putting out there. And if you're putting out the word demon, you're going to attract what you're putting out. Okay. I wondered about that. Yeah. Because that, that child did always get, he got in trouble all the time. And I could never figure out if it's because people labeled him or if he was drawing something to him. And honestly, that was before I was very spiritual. So I didn't really look at it from any of these angles. I just tried to be a good teacher and not label him. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, and with your name, um, looking at the last name, your birth name being Walker, it, the W is the letter of the teacher. So you're, oh, yeah. Const- yeah, you're, you're constantly wow. the fact that you were a teacher. I didn't know that before, but I would have said you are a teacher and now you're more of a spiritual teacher, but it's the teacher energy is, is the letter of the W. So you look at Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey is somebody that I talk about a lot with the letter W. I'm like, she is a teacher, you know, and you look at the letters of her name, she embodies it. But the, the first letter of our last name is our life path. And although your last name is Corpus, you were Walker. So your, you know, several years, your whole entire life, you were a Walker. So that embodies in your subconscious and you're still a Walker at a core level, even though you've been transforming into Corpus. And the longer that you have Corpus, some people have their married name longer than they were a maiden name, you know, and then eventually you fully embody the other one. But sometimes, you know, if you had Walker for 30 years, for example, it may take a full 30 years to transition into a full, you know, different name. Well, and it's interesting because my parents were also teachers who had the name Walker. Yeah, yeah, it it is interesting. 
it's honoring your belief systems and and being a teacher and and a teacher isn't necessarily like a school teacher but there's people right. out there that teach fishing or there's people out yes. there that teach you know all kinds of things it, it's just it, somehow some way they are led to be a teacher and to embody the teacher energy yeah well and it's my spirit i always say once a teacher always a teacher yeah <laughs> what's what's corpus all about so the letter C, you and I both have the letter C as our last name. And when I got married, my last name was with a C as well. So I've never actually deterred from that life path letter. But it's all about trust and compassion and learning how to trust, learning, bringing trust in and, you know, people trusting you, you learning how to trust the compassion, the also the inner authority. What I've experienced is kind of at your core you you look at words so words are code so you look at the word correct you look at the word clean you look at the word compassion you look at the word clarity all these words have a the first letter of these words all start with the c so it's like all of a sudden the whole planet becomes a giant playground because you're looking at all these letters and you're looking at all these words and you're like oh this starts with a c and this starts with a c you know mm -hmm. any word that starts with a c whether it be positive or negative, there's a reason it starts with a C. It's a code for that word. But the the C particularly is about trust and compassion. Okay. What does the middle name signify? So the middle name signifies an energy that we're seeking. And with that energy that we're seeking, it's a part of us. It's a part of our mindset. It's like part of the DNA and and you're like, hey, I want to tap into that. I know it's there, but I can't quite grasp it. I can't reach it. I can't, um, my ladder's not tall enough to, you know, reach the top. You know, that kind of feeling is the feeling you're going to have if you're not writing and embodying and embracing the energy of the middle name. Hmm. Okay. So you and I both have Anne as our middle name. Yes, the A is the most sacred letter in the alphabet. It's all about transforming ego into spirit. And then the ah. N is all about friendship. So we're transforming energy into spirit and then attracting friends to us, <laughs> being a friend. That's about right. <laughs> that feels right, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's so, fascinating stuff. How has this yeah. work changed your life? Um, the work changed my life because I had a lot of questions and it gave a lot of answers. So with my experience in being married, as so many women on the planet changed their name and nobody says, oh, your mindset is going to shift patterns and you're going to actually have a new identity with this new last name. But nobody's going to tell you and you're just going to have to bumble in life and and, you know, you might think you're crazy or you might feel different and nobody's going to really understand and nobody's going to tell you this. You're just going to experience it. And you're like, what? <laughs> so I did that and I kept asking questions. I'm like, I'm different. I'm not the same person. I'm like, what happened? It's like I lost something and I'm missing something. And I don't even know what I lost. It's like I made a right turn and I should have made a left turn. But I don't know when I made the right turn. And I don't know what I lost. And I don't know how to get it back. And I don't know how to figure out what, I, what I'm experiencing, like what I'm feeling. I don't know how to put words to it. And so from all of the frustration and all of the angst and all of the, I don't 
understand what I'm feeling and it's driving me bananas. I kept asking, I'm like, what is this? What is going on? Why is it? Why do I feel like this? And what happened? And what did I lose? And, you know, all that sounds crazy to somebody who doesn't know what I know now. But I'm like, I now have compassion for my younger self, you poor thing. If you if someone would have said your your brain patterns are going to shift when you start writing your new last name and you're going to experience new energy. For some people, they take on the new energy and they like it. They love it. Everything's great and things just get better. And their life is like, it's like a fairy tale. It's amazing. They never go looking for the change. They just think life got really, really good and they just are happy with it. And they just keep going on with life. But someone like me, I didn't like the change and I didn't like the new identity and I didn't like the energy. And so I, in comparison to what I had, to what I went to, you know, they both had different experiences and it just caused me to go looking for answers. How can people learn more about hand handwriting? So I learned from a woman by the name of Vimala Rogers. She wrote some books and you can find them on Amazon, but she has studied this her whole entire life. And so I learned a lot from her. I found out about her through Louise Hay. I listened to the audiobook I Can Do It, and she talks in there about how she completely changed her handwriting in her 70s, and she became inspired by a woman by the name of Vimla Rogers. So the first time I heard that, I didn't listen to it. I I heard it, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to know that. But the second I got divorced and it was within a month after getting divorced, it was like the veil had lifted from my mindset and was like, okay, now it's okay for you to learn this. Now you can dive into this. Now you can figure this out. And so I, I picked up the book, started reading and have been obsessed with it ever since. <laughs> well, it's amazing clarity and it's so spot on. It is like a code. It is a code. It, it, it definitely is. And I've, I've thought many times, you know, I can change my name, but then I'm like, what would I change it to? And then would I like it? I'm like, the more I've gone down that rabbit hole of thinking, I have to remember that my soul chose this name for this lifetime and what I was meant to learn. So then I come back to the trust and compassion of, okay, I just need to trust my soul. My soul has already figured all this stuff out. I don't have to, I'm just going to stick with what I was given, you know, and, and if I'm guided to get married again, it'll be to the right, you know, person with the right last name that I meant to go down that path. So it's, again, I'm learning to trust, but there's been a lot of trust issues where I didn't quite fully trust at first. <laughs> yeah. Your higher self knows. Yeah. So I, I trust my higher self, which is part of the journey. And I'm not changing my name, except if I do get married again, I'll hyphenate it. So instead of taking away and replacing, I'll just add to who I am. Ah, I see. Very good. Well, is there anything else you'd like our audience to know? Uh, yeah. If anybody's interested in learning more, I have a free Facebook group where I'll do a a monthly call and answer questions. I'll talk about all the letters of the alphabet. I do it for free. My book is in there. I wrote a book. It's on Amazon, but a copy of it is in the file section of that group. It's called Handwriting Soul Academy. 
And I share it for fun. I I did try and make a business out of it and it wasn't the right time. So I've just continued the Facebook group and continue to share and continue to love the passion that comes with it and continue to trust my higher self. And when the time is right to go out again, I'll be guided. And until then, I do real estate new construction and I everybody who walks in the door has to sign a registration card. So I'm constantly looking and learning and still observing and still constantly gathering data of what I, I learned to understand with the messages that come with it. So uh, I'm happy to share and I love I love helping people with it. So well, thank you for sharing what you know with us today, Misty. And we've all learned something from you and you're such a bright light. Thank you. Thank you. I was happy to be here and happy to to be of service. (laughs) Friends, if you enjoy learning about the spiritual world and all of the wonderful things it entails, well, I have a few bits and pieces that I can offer you to help you on your journey. And some of that's coming up in person where I live in the Des Moines, Iowa area. And some of it is offered on Zoom. So here's some things I have coming up. You can learn more about these classes on my website, rachelcorpus.com. Here's what's coming up soon. Communicating with your angels through signs, numbers, and meditation. In person, well, if you're listening to this, you probably missed it, you sillies, but in person, January 14th, 9.30 to noon at Clive at Healing Arts, where my office is. We're going to do it again on Zoom, January 28th from 9.30 a.m. to noon, Central Standard Time. Okay, here's a great class coming up, Connecting with Your Divine Higher Self. That's January 24th, the 31st, and February 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom. That class allows you to spend some quality time with the version of you that is perfectly peaceful, complete, and all-knowing. That's your higher self. I'm going to walk you through that with your angels. All right, if you're in my area, we're going to have a one-day workshop called Mapping Your Year, an intuitive process guided by your angels, guides, and ancestors. This is like vision boarding leveled up. Sunday, January 21st from 9.30 to noon at Healing Arts and Clyde. All right, next one is... Psychic Mediumship for All Levels. This is a three-week class on Zoom in February, February 22nd, 29th, and March 7th. Next one, oh, this one's going to be great. Unlocking the Secrets to Wealth, Peace, and Prosperity. You were born for this. A three-week intensive course on Zoom with small group sessions as guided by Archangel Sashiel. Archangel Sashiel is the guide of money who speaks through me, Rachel. March 21st, March 28th, and April 4th, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom. More information on rachelcorpus.com. And I hope to see you enrolling like we learned tonight from my maiden name. I am a teacher. Once a teacher, always a teacher. That brings me great joy to meet you and spend more time with you on Zoom or in person if you're in my area. Scholarships are always available for classes, so don't hold back. Enroll. We'll make it work. It's most important that you're in these classes. I love you. You are loved. Oh, I said it backwards. You get to hear it again. You are loved. (laughs) I love you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com.
I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.